Good morning, people of Dog Snout County. Now, most of you probably know that the town Lost and Found is actually stored right here at the radio station. So before I get into the show, I just wanted to go over the list of items in the Lost and Found. We just have a few of them this week. The first item is a pair of rubber rain boots. They are blue in color, and on the side they have the initials AL written in permanent marker. The second item is a pair of car keys that go to a Ford Ranger. And the last item for this week is a necklace made entirely out of human ears. Now, fair warning, I've taken quite a liking to this necklace, so if nobody comes forward in the next 24 hours to claim it, then I think I'm just going to take it for myself. I think it would go real well with the bone shrine I keep in my dining room. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. has asked me to remind you all that the tar pits are not a dumping ground for cars. This comes after Bobby Joe and his wife slash sister, Selma, located a Jeep Cherokee half submerged in the tar pits. The vehicle is believed to belong to that group of tourists that disappeared about two months back. Now keep in mind people, the tar pits are strictly for disposing of human bodies and should never be used to dispose of inorganic materials. The mayor would like me to remind you all that if you do need to dispose of a vehicle, that you should take it over to the Carlson Salvage Yard, where Bucky Carlson has a perfectly good smelter that can melt cars down to a cube the size of your fist. And if you're worried about costs, don't fret. Bucky will do this for you free of charge, as he does have a contract with the Dog Snout Township. I know the tar pits are awfully convenient, and it's fun to toss all sorts of evidence in there, but just imagine if the feds would have come through and found that vehicle instead of Bobby Joe and his wife slash sister. This whole county would be under fire, and then I wouldn't be able to do this little radio show for y'all fine folks. And we don't want that now, do we? In other news... Somebody broke into the compound at Hank's Child Farm and opened up all of the cages, and now the county is being overrun by packs of rabid children. So you best be on the lookout for them. Now they look like normal, run-of-the-mill children, except they're completely naked and covered head-to-toe in pig's blood. If you see one of these kids, you are advised to get in your house, lock your doors, board up all of your windows, grab a gun, and shoot yourself in the head. The reason for this is those little devils will absolutely break through your barricade, and they will eat you alive. Boarding up the windows will just buy you enough time to locate your weapon and give yourself a merciful death. Now, of course, you can try to shoot them dead, but they probably won't go down on account of the rabies eating up all their brains. If you manage to kill one of them, then you're gonna have to deal with old Hank the Crank himself. And you better bet your butt that he ain't gonna quit heckling you until you either reimburse him for that child or find him a replacement. You know what that sound means, folks. 
Wendigo Joe should be broadcasting one of his inspiring sermons from that mountain of his any second now. Let's see what our favorite conduit of knowledge has for us today, shall we? Snout County, I have come to you today, not to preach, but to put your tormented souls at ease. Many of you have been asking me about sin. Here in Dog Snout County, we have a tradition that goes back for centuries. It's the tradition of cannibalism, of feasting on the flesh of the sinners that comes stumping through our sacred land. Many of you have come to me with looks of worry on your face and ask, Wendigo Joe, are we not committing the greatest of sins when we murder innocent tourists? As you all know, I chose to isolate myself here on this mountain so that I could be closer to God. And God has told me that we are doing His work. The outliers that come to our sacred land, they come here to escape their hectic lives. But why are their lives so hectic? Because they are too busy sinning. And every few months, these heathen parents get overwhelmed by all of the sin, and they gather up little Susie and Bobby, and they drive their fancy cars across our holy soil to come here and try to steal a piece of our salvation for one short weekend before returning back to their sinful lives in the big city. These tourists are not innocent. They are demons clad in the flesh of man. And we must devour that flesh so that the demons no longer have a place to hide. Cannibalism is not a sin. It is of the most sacred of practices. You see, we are all children of God, just as Jesus Christ himself was. And as Jesus spoke unto the Jews, Unless you eat the flesh and drink the blood of the Son of Man, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. John 6, 53, 54, 55. Oh, that Wendigo Joe is just filled to the brim with words of wisdom, isn't he? I used to get my britches in a bunch about him interrupting my radio show, but he is preaching the word of the Lord, and who am I to stand in his way? Yep, ever since Wendigo Joe commandeered that civil defense siren up on the mountain, you just can't shut him up. I told him once it probably wasn't wise of him to hijack the siren, because now... If a tornado comes through town, we'll have no way of notifying anyone. Joe said it's more important to warn the townsfolk about the wrath of God than it is to warn them about inclement weather. And I suppose he's got a point. Speaking of inclement weather, let's take a little peek at today's forecast. Currently, we are looking at partly cloudy skies right now with a temperature of about 74 degrees. The high for today is 82 degrees, and temperatures are expected to drop to the low 60s by tonight. We are expecting heavy rainfall that will start up this afternoon and carry on all the way into tomorrow morning. 
the mayor has issued a flash flood warning. So if you have any sex slaves chained up in your basement that you're not done fooling around with, I highly recommend that you move them up to your attic. Or at least fix them up with a snorkel. Now I'm going to play a little song for you in a couple minutes here, but first I'd like to take a call from one of our listeners. You're on Backwoods Radio. What's your name, caller? Um, hi, Squatch. My name's Jesse. Well, hi there, Jesse. What's on your mind today? Um, so I've been dating this girl for a while now, and I just feel like we have a real connection, and I love her a lot, and I just wanted to take our relationship to the next level. You mean propose to her? Well, kid, sometimes the best course of action in these types of situations is to just be upfront about how you feel. Have you asked her if she's ready for marriage? Tried talking to her about it? Yeah, I, I have tried talking to her, but she never responds to me due to the fact that she's a corpse. Mm, yeah, yeah, that, that complicates things a bit. You want to put a ring on her finger while there's still a finger to put a ring on. Exactly, exactly. You know, believe it or not, kid, I have been in this exact situation myself. My first wife was actually a corpse, and it is a tricky situation. But what I did, and my advice to you, is to just go for it, Jesse. Take the lead. Really? You really think I should? Well, sure. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is she says no, right? And considering the fact that she's a corpse, I doubt that's going to happen. If her heart were still beating, I bet it would stop because she'd be so excited that you finally popped the question. You really think so? Absolutely, kid. Thanks, Mr. Ronson. Thank you so much. You, you've really helped me out here today, and I, I, I really appreciate it, sir. No problem, Jesse. Glad I could be of service. Good luck to you now. Young love, folks. I really hope things work out for them. I know I seem all gruff and tough, but deep down I'm just a big softy. Nothing warms my heart more than the raw passion between a young man and the carcass of a young woman. These feet have carried me as far as I will go Across the field to where the wind had ceased to blow That day when sorrow filled the air And all the blackbirds scattered everywhere And you had gone as far as you would go In my reflection you were staring back at me My eyes are mirrors of the dreams you used to see But now I'm fumbling in the dark To where the memories are far apart there I lost the forest for the trees In the gloaming of the day The words are darkening away Take another look There's no more pages in this book The epilogue was written in the dirt The story's at an end it's time to put away my pen and join you by the earth. 
That little ditty you heard right there is called Epilogue by Josh Woodward. I really like that one, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. You know, I actually used to be in a band back in the day. Yeah, we weren't any good, but it was just me and my brother. I had gotten a guitar for my birthday, and he had gotten a bass guitar, and we just figured we'd start up a band. Sorry about that little interruption back there, folks. Uh, looks like the radio tower is acting up again. Or rather, the intern that I keep hooked up to a car battery that powers the radio tower is acting up again. Now, I've got some real exciting news coming up that you're not going to want to miss, so don't you go nowhere. I'm just going to take a quick break here to sort things out and remind my intern that he has two options. He can either help me power my radio station, or... He can help me fertilize my poppy flower garden by being turned into compost. I'll be back in a jiffy. In the meantime, here's a word from our sponsors. This message was brought to you by the pigs that ate our sponsors. Speaking of pigs, it looks like our favorite little piggy has come out of hiding. That's right, folks. Good old King Pork is at it again. The reclusive socialite has been spotted prowling the local pig farms throughout the county this past week. And if you're not familiar with King Pork, he's a bit of a local celebrity in these parts. He's a pretty eccentric fella. 
weighing in at about 600 pounds, usually only clad in a dirty diaper. He often wears a severed pig head as a mask, and atop his head he wears a tiny little crown like the ones you'd find on an American Girl doll. He doesn't come around too often, but about once a month or every other month when his pig mask starts rotting away and getting all filled up with maggots and mold, he comes out of hiding to find himself a new pig to make a mask out of. I know he's a little off, but it ain't his fault. You know his mama died when he was real young and he was raised by pigs and he just don't feel right as a human. He once told me that it feels like a pig trapped inside a man's body. And you know what? Who are we to judge? If wearing the decapitated head of a pig makes him happy, then more power to him. Now I know some of you might have the urge to hide your pigs away so that he can't get to them, but it's worth noting that the last time he couldn't find a pig to turn into a mask, he went on a killing spree and murdered half the county with a chainsaw. So folks, just leave your pigs out. Let him have his fun, and as soon as he gets his mask on, he'll retreat right back to the pork palace, which is what he calls the cardboard box that he lives in. You know, the one under the hot tension wires by the lagoon that has pork palace written on it in feces? Just remember, King Pork is not a monster. He's just a severely mentally unstable, morbidly obese man-child. He doesn't mean no harm. Well, at least not to you. Just to your pigs. Well, folks, we've just about reached the end of our show. But before I head out, I do want to give you a quick little traffic update. Expect indefinite delays today, as the only road in our one-road town has been blocked off by the horde of rabid children that escaped from Hank's child farm. Traffic is currently bumper to bumper right now with no signs of letting up anytime soon. If you're already stuck in the traffic jam, don't worry your pretty little heads, as I do have a little travel tip up my sleeve that should help you cut down on your commute. <laughs> I know y'all are like me and never drive around without a little roadie soda going, so what I want you to do is take that beer bottle that's sitting in your cup holder and smash it over your dashboard. Then what I want you to do is take that broken bottle and jam that sharp edge right into your jugular. That should kill you right quick before those little hellions have a chance to eat you alive. Well, my humble listeners, that should just about do it for today. Thanks for tuning in to the Backwoods Radio Show. I do hope you enjoyed the show, as I sure did enjoy making it for you. I hope you'll tune in next time. I've been Squatch Ronson, and you've been one heck of an audience. Before I go, a piece of advice. Fellas, remember, if the guy you're having sex with is already dead, it's not gay. It's just necrophilia. Backwoods Radio Show is a bi-weekly podcast produced by me, Michael LaRusso. If you enjoyed the first episode, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends who also have a fucked up sense of humor. I had a blast making this first episode, and as long as people keep tuning in, I'll keep making more of them. Thanks for listening. Baby.